Hello, I'm Emma Sue Prince and welcome to Seven Skills for the Future podcast. I'm an author, trainer and expert on seven key skills that we all need, both right now and in our futures. The skills are adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, optimism, being proactive and resilience. And everything I do is with one purpose only, to raise awareness of these seven skills And I do this through face-to-face workshops, online masterclasses, and a host of free resources. For the past week, I've been taking part in the Magic Mind Challenge because I wanted to see if it could set me up for a more productive day. And so far, it's been interesting. I decided I wanted to change my life in three ways. First of all, drinking less coffee, and I wanted to see if I could reduce my caffeine intake. And secondly, I wanted to see if I could raise my energy levels, what would happen if I just have a little bit more energy in the mornings. And thirdly, I wanted to see if this drink could increase my ability to focus. And I have definitely noticed that I have more energy and I tend to get more things done. It's hard to explain, but it's a kind of clarity and calm that I didn't have before. I think part of the reason for this is that Magic Mind contains ashwagandha. And before Magic Mind sent me this drink to try, I'd, although I'd heard of ashwagandha, I'd never actually um, tried it. This is an adaptogen that reduces stress levels. And I think maybe that's where the calm comes from. I'm getting more done. I've reduced my caffeine intake, so I feel less jittery. You know, that caffeine feeling you can get after a few cups of coffee. Don't have that anymore. And no afternoon energy crash. For my Magic Mind Challenge, I set out to do these three things and I have definitely noticed a difference. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what changes I might experience in this next week. You can keep up to date with my challenge on social media and post your own journey using the hashtag 14 days of magic. Magic Mind donate $10 for every 10,000 views to support the Amazon rainforest. Use code SKILLS14 for a discount on Magic Mind. So this series, Seven Minutes, is designed to give you some super practical and helpful tips to boost well-being and happiness in, yes, just seven minutes. Don't hold me to that. Sometimes the episodes might be a tad longer, but each week I share with you things you can do that will immediately make a difference to your life and to your day. And this week, what is your evening routine? So there is a lot out there on the benefits of a great morning routine and do listen to me talking about this in episode one of this series as switching up your morning routine really is a game changer in terms of boosting well-being and effectiveness. But today I want to talk about your evening routine. What is it? Do you have one? Every day actually starts the night before. The extent to which you feel rested, relaxed and good about your day ahead starts with how you spent your evening and how you slept, of course. Our professional and home lives are becoming more and more intertwined and this can make the boundaries that create work-life balance pretty blurred. So many of us are working from home, we might be switching back and forth between letting the dog out, joining a conference call, grabbing Amazon packages off the front porch, all in the same time frame. 
and we've constructed this culture of being available all the time. It's the same when we're coming back from a day we spent in the office. I know that I am so rarely in London these days that I pack the day from morning till night and often meet friends in the evenings. So while there are lots of strategies for creating the boundaries we need, having an evening routine after work or after an evening out is actually one of the most effective things that you can do. One of the ways I do this is to bookend my day with gratitude in the mornings, more on this next week, and reflection at the end of the day where I write down or ask myself, what's gone well for me today? This is so important. We've had a demanding day it can be easier to either block it out completely or only dwell on the negative. I love the question, what's gone well today? Because it's something that immediately gives you perspective and actually gently rewires our brains towards the positives. Here are seven tips for creating a great evening routine for yourself. Have a little shutdown ritual to signal that your work is finished for the day. This can be as simple as closing your laptop and once closed, doesn't get opened again until the next day. You can also note down anything that is pending, anything weighing on you from overdue doctor visits to an ongoing work project. You could also say something out loud to yourself like, my work is done today or anything else that firmly signals that it's time to switch gears. Number two pack for the next day. Our brain does love a routine. Packing up the night before is like doing your future self a favour and you will thank yourself for it. So from having a packed lunch ready to laying out the clothes you're going to wear, think about what you can take off your plate in the morning. If you're planning to go to the gym first thing, pack your gym bag and have it ready. And you can do the same thing if you've got children. So close out the night before, lunch bag's done, school stuff ready. And taking these steps decreases your chances of forgetting it the next day or getting stressed by it the next day. And it actually prevents you from experiencing decision fatigue. Number three, do something that energises you. And do this at least once or twice a week. Often when we feel tired or we've had a long day, the instinct is to flop in front of the TV, which is yet another screen. If like me, you're on a screen most of the day uh, and, and just kind of relax on the couch. But research shows that when we do something that is the opposite of our work tasks, even if those things are active, we feel more energised. So for me, those things are singing in a choir and kickboxing. They're actually both energetic activities, but they help me to switch off. Four, eat a nutritious meal, and even better, cook it yourself. It may feel easier to shove that pizza in the microwave, but far, far better to plan a lovely dinner, cook it, and eat it with family and friends. Cooking is grounding, and it helps you switch off from the day and nurtures your body. Five, set yourself up for sleep. That means no screens at least one hour before you want to sleep, including if you come home quite late. So this is an interesting one because we might think that if we have a late night, it's better to get straight to bed, right? But we still need time to wind down. Otherwise, the brain just keeps going. So whatever time it is, have a warm bath, warm drink, maybe something to read and read a fiction book or a biography because that allows you to escape into someone else's world and switch off from yours. Number six, 
be in the present. And yes, that can be through a meditation, yoga or mindfulness practice, but can also mean having a conversation with a family member, taking time for an evening meal, evening stroll, enjoying a drink out with a friend and really pretty much any activity where your phone is not within grasping distance. And number seven, think about one thing that excites you about tomorrow. So thinking about the things that tomorrow could bring, seizing new opportunities, seeing more results in something, meeting new people, making new decisions can feel really, really motivating. Try some of these and notice the difference that it makes to how you feel about the next day, to how you sleep, how effective you are as the day progresses. Thank you so much for listening. For more ideas, free resources, access to free mindfulness webinars, yoga and mini modules on the seven skills, just head on over to sevenskillsforthefuture.com. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do share, do leave a review to help us increase our audience. Have a great day and a great week.